Chicka chicka wow wow. Chicka chicka wow wow. Welcome to porn edition of Mind Pump Radio. Yeah, wow, wow, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you know my you know my dad tried to share Mind Pump with a friend of his. Oh, and no. he picked the wrong episode <laughs> and it he my mom was telling me a story and I guess we were doing like sex sounds and shit and oh like my god <laughs> and my dad who's not like super tech savvy like tried to shut his phone off but then you know how the, the, the podcast keeps playing oh my god I was so embarrassed did he like turn it up louder I'm like dad you're yeah. not proud of me are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the one where I'm like oh that was one of those yeah, yeah. My, my sister just told me that she uh, watches the or she listens whenever she needs a smile she goes back to I think it's episode 163 I think that's what she said the beginning yeah the arctic breeze arctic we might have arctic to resurrect breeze. that dude yeah. it's been a while since we've mm. done that we well do it. listen our uh, our RGB bundle promotion is still going on uh, it will be ending this month after this month we're not having it anymore so the RGB bundle is MAPS Anabolic MAPS Performance MAPS Aesthetic nine months of exercise programming all worked out for you, you but wait up. there's more there's more you enroll in the forum which you'll get for 50% off we will send you for free MAPS Anywhere this is the MAPS program that requires no exercise equipment it's the first time we've ever given away a MAPS program for free yeah you can it's find, a big deal you can find all of this at mindpumpmedia.com Comes with all the mods too. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go: Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts Sal De Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. What was that? Oh, oh there he goes again. That one back. It's my, you know why? It's his go-to. Adam found. One, it's not singing, but it's one like musical. <laughs> it's type a method thing of of something with his mouth where he that found he that he doesn't make noises with. Yeah, he could do something now that's kind of musical that doesn't. <laughs> it's like a contribution, but <laughs> only for one thing. Yeah, and it doesn't kill children and puppies like his regular singing does. <laughs> yeah. When he sings normally, children and puppies. Die. Oh my god! That you were justice that uh, yeah, every that time was I when Sal said baby dies every time he sings. Every time he sings, every time he sings, a baby. Baby is born with Zika. All right. Uh, anyway, God damn it! Yeah. You know what? You you're guys need to stop me before I go too far. You're I awful. I like that. I'm so offensive. That hurt a little bit. I'm hor- horribly offensive. You're yeah. an awful human. It's not. Uh, it's not. Yet as, my favorite though. It's That's not weird. Am I? Yeah. Thanks. One of them. There you go, Jess. Oh, oh well, we had to fix see? it there. Yeah. <laughs> see? Can I just make a comment? Didn't want to over compliment you. I want to. I want to give you the high. I want to bring something up real quick. We just had a great laugh over. So we just got, uh, sometimes we get mail here at Mind Pump uh, Studio, mm. and we got a box, a mysterious box. None of us opened it because it was addressed to Mr. Doug Mr. Eggie. Doug Eggie, our producer extraordinaire. Yeah, and God forbid we open it up and there's like a, you know, like a, like a rubber fist or something weird in there. So we leave it. <laughs> we don't want to look inside. Yeah, he's got like and, equipment. Yeah, Doug opens it up. Quote, unquote, equipment. He opens it up and it's a brand new microphone. Mind you, it's like the third one that he's bought recently. Because he needs to try out different ones and whatever. And uh, he bought one, and it sounds fucking amazing. Doug, can yeah. you can you just put your voice on this here? Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Whoa, that was creepy. <laughs> that was that was. Everything. I have to use a creepy voice when I use the mic. <laughs> it is. It is. It does add to it. It sounds good. It's a wonderful mic, but that's not what I want to talk about. I have Doug gets so excited. It's like when you give a yeah. child candy. Yeah. Like he was in his chair. Actually, he loved my down. candy, actually. You remember those power wheels? Pow, pow, power wheel. Like everybody wanted one, but power only wheels. the little rich kids got that. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> what Doug looked like right there. He, he like, gave me a power 
Power Wheel. <laughs> ah! King of the Road. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, yeah. I wanted a Power Wheel so bad. You know what I'm saying? I like, never got one. Uh, of course, none of us. Yeah, did. I had kids. No, I got, I got a big wheel. Yeah, I got a big wheel too. Well, a big wheel. <laughs> so shout out to big yeah, wheel big people. wheels. Are, big yeah. wheels are cheap. Yeah, yeah. Power wheels. You're right. Those are the rich kid toys. It was. The rich kid yeah, shit. You have power. You're either you were either a Power Wheel kid or you were a big wheel. kid. I'm a big wheel kid. Fuck man. My friend had. But you know what? That's actually. I would like to see a study on this. I bet you. Adam and his random study. I bet you. I would like to see a study of how many women like big dicks for sure. <laughs> you know, I would I would like to, I would like 95%. to see this. I bet you that um it builds character. I bet you those people turned out to be more successful. Yeah. The what? The ones that had the big wheel. Yes, the right. big wheel? Yeah, yeah. Power wheel people, you know. Yeah, it builds character. Uh, you had maybe. To work, in the you had dumpster a pe- somewhere. You had, a, you had a pedal. You had a turn. Yeah. It was work, dude. That's what I want to think anyway. You, yeah, you want. I, I, I you, wanted to go, you want to go to the park? Like there was effort involved in that. You had a power. You get yeah. in. You push the button. You step on the gas. Mm. You go. That's not anybody. Lazy can do ass. It. Yeah, lazy ass kids do. That's that. why that's I car. Like, that's why when I was a kid, I carjacked a kid with a freaking power wheel. Lazy kid. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> rolled yeah. up on your big Kick wheel. I, I, I <laughs> rolled up on my big wheel. Excuse me. Do you have any grape coupon? And then sliding in front of him. I had a power slide in front of him. Yeah, I had a rock. Hey, you kid. Give me your power. I'll throw this rock at your face. And I took it. I didn't care that it was steal a, your chocolate milk. I didn't care that bitch. it was a Barbie Ferrari. It was a fucking Power Wheel. I was gonna take that thing and drive that yeah, motherfucker. You, around. you didn't care that you were twenty seven and she was still seven. <laughs> hey kid, it's just the me, fact that you have one. I always wanted one. I'm gonna listen, put you down. Listen here, you little bitch. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. You're cruising too high in life right now. They made those things in four wheel drive too. They did. Yeah. They made like a little Jeep. They had like a little Mercedes. Like, oh, oh they got all Escalades. Yeah. They got all kinds of cool shit now. Fuck, right? Did dude. any of you, did any of you guys it. ever have like a legit, uh, uh, like a, what is it called? A go-kart or a, uh, the little motorcycles, mini bikes? My, you guys ever have that? Uh, My dad had like a Honda 90 and I oh, crashed really? on it. Yeah. You, of course you did. Yeah. It was fun. My uncle had the the little, the little go-kart, the ones that went like 60 miles an hour that were like two inches off the ground, which like <laughs> was super low and he used to take it out of the track. Uh, I used to love actually driving that thing around. It was scary as fuck though as a kid. When you're a kid, 60 miles an hour, like two inches off the ground, feels like 200 miles. Oh, yeah, an hour. I, I disagree with you. It's scary as an adult. <laughs> yeah, 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 going 60 miles an hour in a little. Yeah, thing. no, it, it really is. So I, I have some. It had a couple times where I crap. I mean, you don't. Yeah, you're you're you just spin out. Really, you know what I'm saying? It's all. It's not impossible because I have almost done this. It's but it's uh it's close to impossible to flip those things. They're so close to the ground, you know. But being such a tiny little kid when that was going on, it, you could, you know. I you had the little, I had the little fifty, the little fifty. I had uh, one you know, of those mini 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 dirt bike. Nice. Yeah, and uh, I actually had. You know that became popular. I had that as an adult. So that became popular. Oh, yeah, you see those fat guys on it. Well, like, uh, like, the, you know, like you remember when the monkey on the <laughs> you remember when gorilla when, when the the, the, the jackass motorcycle. jackass trend came or when jackass first came around. So that those it was really popular around that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to take fifties and so you we would buy a fifty and then we'd probably put about fifteen hundred dollars or two grand into it and upgrade. So you you upgrade the suspension, the handlebars. The exhaust, you make it a little bit faster, more powerful, and actually can fit a 200 pound man on it. We used to have, I actually just, my buddy just sold his shit maybe two years ago. We had really? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah you, I you don't look silly at all driving that. Yeah, around. it's pretty funny. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, how old was I when I was driving mine around? 13, maybe 12, 13, driving that thing around. I was mm-hmm. getting all the girls. <laughs> so, yeah, check out my bike. No, I thought I was a badass on that thing until I tried to do a wheelie, and uh, that was my last time ever riding one of them. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny? I didn't fall. I almost fell. Isn't it funny I how like, they're never do that again. as a kid, yeah. as a kid, especially as a boy, right? Who who did sports or rode bikes and dirt bikes and things like that, and ramps and jumps. 
like I don't know how many times I've crashed. Like I've crashed a million times, right? But there's there's always like a, a handful of times where oh that one time, you know, like mm-hmm. the worst time you ever fell your nuts on the on the the bar, oh dude I got a bar. story all right see I knew it like yeah. there's always oh, there's the always, endo or yeah the, yeah yeah there was that one time though you know what I'm saying that yeah. <laughs> where you just you slipped just off the seat with full completely. speed yes and just dude that's exactly I went down so there's these foothills by where I grew up and we used to always ride our bikes up there because it was, it was fucking awesome you go up there's no adults you could do whatever you want mm-hmm. you know and there were like all these dirt uh like little paths going down the hill and you could jump or whatever and if you had the if you were ballsy enough you'd go down some of these real steep ones and go real quick so I was probably I wasn't that young I must have been like 15 and uh I I'm zooming down one of them because my cousins kind of dared me and I slipped off the seat and so I rode the fucking trail all the way down going hella fast on the sitting on the freaking middle bar mm. like just go, 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 go. And oh, I, had to, like, I couldn't oh. get my feet like to, to stop and I'm trying to hit the brakes Ouch. and just yeah so that's why I have one testicle now yeah, that's why you wear a maxi pad. I remember, oh, I remember being a kid when uh, back before these front, these, front these uh, razors and stuff. With this generation is all cool. You know, we had like the full size scooters when we were a kid, right? Oh, now, those right? The, that's a real scooter. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, what the hell's a razor? So, I, yeah, I don't know what that's. And I was all into uh, hurts my ankles. You know, <laughs> bunny hopping it right all the time and shit. And I it had an actual tire on it. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah, 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 like a real tire on it. And so I remember uh, showing off for like the local girl down the count that lived down the street. You know, and I was yeah. full. <laughs> Speed. She was at. She was sitting down there. Like, was she Kelly. was sitting on the grass, and I'm yeah. like coming full speed. Kelly and Kapowski. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm gonna bunny hop the curb right up in front of her and stuff like that. And I totally did not get it up high enough, and just fucking front. Did you really front tire right into the curb over the top of the handlebars, oh. skinned up both <laughs> knees like forehead. That's Everyone. so funny. This must be an epidemic for boys. <laughs> I swear to God, because that happened to me. <laughs> I was uh, visiting my grandma, and I just remember like down the street, it was like this little hot girl that I would just always try. And impress, and so I was riding my bike and doing that whole thing, dude. And like, uh, she was outside, and I'm like totally distracted. And I'm looking at her, I'm just like, you know, like trying to look cool. Like, I, I had I didn't have the balls to talk to her or anything, you know. I was just like dry, doing the drive by, you know. I'm just like, eh, you know, yeah. and then I crashed right into this like bush, <laughs> and I totally flipped like over my handlebars and everything, landed like on my back. <laughs> and I got out, and I had all this shit all over me, and I'm like picking it off me and she's like oh my god i was so embarrassed like jump on my bike and i like spin off (laughs) i just want to point out though that this is uh you know somebody could be listening to this and they're getting scared especially if you're a young kid like and detouring you from ever like oh my god see this is why i never go up and talk to these girls or why i don't ever do shit like that but no you know it still works out to your benefit yeah because i'm pretty sure i got the feel bad for you yeah i think she was the one who actually helped clean me up and like Mm -hmm. told me it was gonna be okay when i was crying and like don't worry your mom's gonna be here yeah no now some some dude's gonna be listening to this and like he's gonna like purposely trip but then like break his arm <laughs> and oh, sh- oh, oh god! Yeah. I, my cousin, what I was on on, uh, we were on our mountain bikes, and he was trying to show off because I was much less of a daredevil uh, than most of my friends. So he was always like, "Oh, check this out!" So he goes to jump, and we had like shitty bikes. You know what I mean? Like a Huffy from wherever. It was not even. It wasn't a, like a good bike. So he goes to jump a speed bump. And he pulls up on the handlebars, and the handlebars come off the bike. <laughs> but oh, no. But the best part was he, he he fucking stuck it. No way. Yeah, so he's riding. Oh, as a champion. He's riding, but he has no way of steering. And so, the, <laughs> and so the, the tire was like, it was like aiming towards the curb. So he's just like, oh, shit. Oh, so he no. fucking bailed he and jumps it. off, and he cut himself and had a bunch of stitches. Yeah. And then afterwards, we realized, like, you still could have hit the brakes. The brakes are still attached. <laughs> 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Damn it. But yeah, he pulled out the fucking, it looked like a cartoon, like, oh. But he went for a little distance. We're all like sitting around like, what's he do now? Dude, the worst was like the banana board accidents that I had. That one like messed me up the worst. Banana board? What do you mean? It's like a skateboard. The long skateboard. It wasn't even that long. It was just really narrow. You know, oh, and okay. it was like I skinny. Know. Yeah, yeah and I those are to, actually making a comeback right now. Really? That's really popular. They're, they're, the I think small people banana, just cru- the small, they no, just no, no, cruise no, no. on. That's them, right? a longboard. Oh, okay. This, I'm, he's talking about I'm banana talking board. The skinny ones. They're just narrow, super yeah. narrow. What the fuck do you do with that? Thing? I know. That's Dude, actually. I used to bomb like what you would do is you'd go right down the like the steepest hill you could possibly go, and you dare <laughs> each other to like who could like stay on the longest. And I would, <laughs> it would get the speed wobbles, dude. Once oh you get the speed God. wobbles, like, oh, there's nothing scarier than the speed and, wobbles, dude, bro. My knees have never recovered since. Like I really? have, like just like scars all over the place from that. Did you have you ever broke a bone, Justin? Uh, a bunch of times. Really? Yeah, I broke my right arm twice in the same year. Wow. Yeah. You know, I actually that's how crazy I was. Never broken a bone. Never had stitches. Really? Yeah. Wow. In fact, my ACL MCL tear was the first surgery anything ever had got, happened to me. Wow. And, and and it blows my mind. So I think I've had the least then because I've had I have had shoulder surgery, but not because of anything was torn. It was just uh, osteoarthritis on my AC joint, and it was a little separated. But no, I've never. I mean, I've dislocated my kneecap, but nothing tore. So you never broken, never stitches. Oh no, I have. I've had stitches. I have on my head. Yeah, yeah, I've had uh-huh. stitches. I've never, had, I've never had stitches. Never had anything. Yeah, I've had no concussions. Broken. I've had, dude. I, <laughs> I jumped t- off of this retaining wall, and landed on a huge My, I bet nail. No one would ever guess this here, bro. And we we better. We need to. Let me let me just say something right here. We need uh, to hurry up and make a lot of money quick <laughs> before 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 bro, Justin be CTE kicks in. Yeah. Oh, I was a maniac. <laughs> well, now I, I understand kid. why Doug was going through all that insurance stuff, and he was. I was like, do we really have to pay for all this stuff? And he's like, <laughs> he's like beefing it up. No one, one of you dumbasses, though. You guys are gonna kill each other. Pretty sure. I have none of those things left inside me. I yeah. used them all up. He's like, we better, we better hurry up and succeed before Justin gets Alzheimer's yeah. from all that. <laughs> son, all of a, beat down. son of a bitch. It's <laughs> all glucose now. So, we're finding anyway. Exactly. We're so, so, uh, so we, you know, we've run a couple episodes on, you know, carbohydrates and sugar and how the overconsumption is, you know, uh, is probably the main culprit for the obesity epidemic. And we recently just did an, an interview with a gentleman who I don't know when this episode is going to air, so I don't want to say too much about it, but. Uh, he talks about you know being a fat adapted athlete and how he eats mostly most of his calories from fat. And one of the big uh, misconceptions people have when they eat uh, a diet that's low in carbohydrate is that they turn it into a high protein diet. And we've talked about that many many times. Mm-hmm. And in previous episodes, I remember there was an episode a while ago where I think it was a Q and A. It's an old episode where somebody asked us what we thought the next. Uh, like kind of not not big thing, but the next thing that that's going to that, demonize that they're going to demonize, and I had said protein, and, and I, debated, I debated you, and everybody everybody disagreed with me because protein is like this this magic macronutrient, it's the holy grail. It is, and you want to know what's mm-hmm. crazy. So what spurred me uh, to look up some more of this information was when we were over Ben Greenfield's house. He talked about the you know just in conversation. He briefly brought up the longevity benefits of restricting protein intake which is something i'd been familiar with i knew i'd known this already and i'd even brought up uh, on on, se- on several podcasts how high protein or too much protein intake can contribute or was likely to contribute to things like cancer or you know issues that you know uh, that affect longevity and so this morning uh you know when i came in here i was you know me and Justin were here a little early and so i was looking up some information and I found uh, there's a lot of new science on protein intake, um, and they're they're finding that uh, 
protein intake is closer related to longevity than uh, than almost anything else. In other words, mm. when they restrict protein intake with animals, and they're showing now with humans that uh, that they live longer and they have much lower rates of chronic disease, not not limited to, but including uh, cancer, mm. which is pretty crazy. And it made me think a little bit, like you know, <clears throat> when 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 vegans or vegetarians point to studies on how people who eat lots of meat. Um, you know, don't live as long as they do or, you know, have, you know, higher rates of cancer and stuff like that. And their argument is always that it's a high fat diet. It's the fat in there. And we've proven that's not the case, that it's not the fat. Um, but it made me wonder, you know, I bet you it's because those people are eating lots and lots of protein. Mm. And so I did some digging and there's, oh my God, there's so many, uh, there's so many, uh, studies are coming out. In fact, excessive protein may in fact be as bad as eating too many carbohydrates. Whoa. No shit. Um, and especially in terms of- That's a of, strong statement. Yes. Check this out. Some studies show that people who get 20% or more of their daily calories from protein have a 400%, up to a 400% higher cancer rate and a 75% higher risk of mortality compared to those people who get about 10% of their calories from protein. Pretty pretty crazy numbers when you think about it. And I know everybody's quiet right now because we all eat a shit ton of protein <laughs> and everybody's scared in here. Yeah. Uh, but record um, stops. Scared. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Crazy it, shit. No, I would not be. Su- I would not be dive, surprised. Dive more into that study for me. There. What's? What? It's not just. It wasn't just that study. This is several studies. There's another study that, that analyzed over uh, over six thousand uh, sixty eight hundred U.S. adults, uh, fifty or over, um, who showed that uh, people with the highest uh, protein intake had far higher rates of mortality. They were four times more likely to die from cancer. This is one study uh, that was published the March 4th, uh, 2014 in Cell Metabolism. Um, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, it's it's very fascinating. I would like to hear the controls on that, though. I would like to hear what other things. Here's the thing. They, it's not just can... one study. There's like a lot of these studies coming out. And they've known, uh, scientists have known now for a long time that um, restricting proteins in animals... Um, you know, they live longer, and it's not low. It's not like you're, you're, you're you know. Of course, there's a, there's an amount of protein you need, uh, because protein is essential. Um, but uh, it's becoming pretty clear that because uh, this too is much this is, is not good. This is how I would look at it, or what I'd be interested to see is I think where those people's caloric <clears throat> surplus or deficit or maintenance is at. Would would mean a lot to me. I I I, th- I have my theories on why protein or carbs um, are ever really bad or c- could possibly be toxic or could mm-hmm. have any sort of correlation with cancer is primarily from over oversaturated with it. Exactly oversaturated because you overconsume already ninety percent of the time, and then you're 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 pumping in a macronutrient that really has no more use because you already have more than enough of it. And your 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 blood sugar, your glu- everything is just overloaded, and it's like, yeah, okay, well, you know, this person is over consuming, and then on top of that, they're over consuming protein. So I could see how you could make these correlations with that. Now, mm. flip that with somebody who lives in a caloric deficit but runs a seventy five to eighty percent high protein diet. I think those studies would be totally different. So that same person may, from a gram to gram perspective, be having the same amount of protein. So each, let's just say. 
you know, per, let's just say Justin. Justin is eating a uh, hundred uh, or two hundred grams of protein. Mm-hmm. In in one scenario, he's eating two hundred grams of protein, but he's keeping his caloric intake under thirty five hundred calories. Then Justin B is consuming the same amount of protein, but his caloric intake is at five thousand calories because he's also eating lots of fat and carbohydrates along with that. Those two people, I think, will or that those two scenarios of Justin will show a huge different difference in uh, the results that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, very right logical, now. but this there's one particular study that they, I mean, they controlled for things like smoking, waist circumference, chronic conditions, and the the associations weren't altered when the percentages of calories from fat or carbohydrates are considered, or excess calories or less calories. In other words, they controlled lots of things, and they found that uh, protein intake was very strongly strongly connected to uh, issues with longevity, and mm. you know what? What specific issues with longevity? What are we talking about uh, as far overall, as overall like- overall mortality and cancer in particular? Okay, cancer was a big one. They think part of the reason, uh, part of the, and this is now this part isn't a hundred percent connected, but this is what the scientists are saying is they think it has to do with elevated levels of IGF one, which is a type of hormone in the body, and high levels of IGF one uh, do uh, have been strongly connected to. Increased risks of cancer. Now, uh, older people. There are st- other studies that show that that older people and athletes do better with a higher protein intake. But what I th- I think the important takeaway from all this stuff and and listen, I implore. And by the way, none of this is this is not conclusive by any means. It's just lots of interesting uh, science is coming out. And and I think personally, my personal opinion is I think they're going to come out and and eventually say, don't take supplements that are protein powder don't yeah. take all these protein but like you don't need to bombard your body with all this extra protein and if, if it's you not do, coming from a natural source not only that but if you do if you do take shit tons of protein it's not only not helping you which is what we've been saying right we've been saying that for a yeah. while now like you don't need tons of protein it's not going to benefit you but i think they're going to come out eventually and say that it's it's not good for you yeah. it's the opposite uh, I don't know. It's it's um. It's- That's interesting. I mean, I I try to like see as far as like the animal kingdom. Like you you see them going in and eating the entrails and, and going in for the guts and the organ meat and all that kind of all stuff first, like that yeah. and the fat. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's interesting to me that like just instinctually, like, you know, that's, that's in place. Like, I'm sure that, you know, a, a lot of like animals benefit from that as opposed to, but you know, then again, there's the whole, like, uh, um, if you're, if, you know, if you don't have food readily available, you're just going to scarf it up and then Whatever's you're going to go into, yeah, yeah, at a fasted state. So if you're going into fat, in and out of fasted state versus fed state. That great point, because I wonder. What's uh, the difference? You're right, because I wonder if, uh, uh, you know, what role fasting would put, put in that. And, and we've talked in the past, we've brought up the concept of undulating protein intake mm-hmm. and how I've even told you guys I have days where I have very low protein. I'll go on a vegan day where it's all vegetables and, and maybe some like olive oil and stuff like that and coconut. And um, I do notice um, some changes in the way I feel when I do that. And I'll include those relatively regularly. I'll do that two to four days a week, uh, excuse me, four, two to four times a month. I'll have a day where I go very low calorie, mostly vegetables, uh, very, very low protein. And uh, and I do that because I, I think that mimics more of you know how our bodies evolve. But I think the takeaway of some of this information that I've been reading um, is that uh, there's that the crazy amounts of protein are probably bad for you. I mean, there, we don't have any studies, long-term studies on 
ridiculous amounts of protein. We just read who was it uh, the um, the what was that Instagram page Muscle PhD or yeah yeah where he was showing how consuming one point one was more beneficial than it was yeah or even or, or there was even some study of course we talked about you know the 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 whole you know Stepani issue where he was talking about how two grams of protein per pound right. of body weight showed a benefit but the study was like twelve or sixteen weeks long. There's not I can't find a single study that examines you know long-term effects of eating the amounts of protein that uh, that the fitness industry promotes well this is the, the the stance that I have on this and it's and it's a tough one because mm, uh, I know you're going is you know anabolic or not anabolic I think makes a big difference in this situation sure yes uh, more so than almost any in anything else that we really talk about like you can like we talk about like people ask about branch chain amino acids glutamine all this other shit right that's out there that's important that you know you can supplement with and you know whether you're anabolic or not the the, the difference that that really makes is like kind of minimal to me well I just I feel like I would love to be able to just draw a line down the middle right, and just be able right. to see that you know difference and, you know, like it's frustrating because we won't be able to see studies like that I that know. that will take people into account that are on like high amounts of anabolic you know enhancements it would be very enlightening for the average person so we could just be straight up about it like hey listen I, exactly I'm, I'm eating 1.5 grams of of protein apples to apples because not I'm I'm taking in 300 bananas. to 500 milligrams of testosterone every week yeah, so yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Because my body can assimilate that. It could utilize that. I'm, I'm anabolic 24-7 around the window. So my body chemistry is completely different than a guy even the same size as me who is completely natural. So who body is not going to process and utilize 1.5 to 2 grams well, per pound of body. I have a, I have, my, my opinion on that is this. Uh, first and foremost, if you do take uh, super physiological doses of anabolic hormones, uh, first off, what does that mean? A super physiological dose would be an amount that would take you, you know, several fold at least or more of what a, any natural testosterone level, which would is reach. which is even the most mildest, you know, bodybuilder right. steroid cycle. Because right. even the even the most mildest cycle anyone will ever take is two hundred and fifty milligrams, which is probably. way more than replacement. Yeah, 50, way more than replacement. 50, a, a doctor, your you know, my hormone therapist would tell me, you know, fifty milligrams every right. like twelve days or so right. is pretty adequate to keep you at a higher upper echelon of the normal testosterone. Exactly. Level. So if you're somebody that's already taking um, you know, you know, hundreds of milligrams of testosterone or steroids, uh, anabolic steroids uh, every week. Longevity probably isn't the top of your priority list. Like if you wrote your priority list of of all the things in health and fitness, muscle and performance are probably above uh, longevity because you're already taking super physiological doses of uh, of anabolics. So that's number one. So I don't think that crowd really looks at longevity the same way somebody who is who keeps longevity as a priority they're looking at nutrition more as a tool to of course not, have them build more muscle of course not, but i would love to see uh, the uh, the molding of the two at least a little bit because <clears throat> even being somebody who's <clears throat> a a not natural athlete i still would like to see studies on yeah. you know what is the healthiest range for me to be consuming protein right. wise. Well, so i'm maximizing what i'm doing if i'm fucking around with anabolics like that 
I want to know, should I be at 1.5 or 2? Am I am I minimizing my results by not keeping it up that high? Or am I is it a give and take? Like, I sure, I might be building more muscle, but then I'm putting so much stress on my liver or my heart or something else. You know right, right. So, so I, I would like to see that. Well, I, I mean, I, I mean, it's pretty safe to say that if you're anabolically enhanced, your, your, your rate of protein synthesis is higher, right? So you're going to utilize protein a little bit more than the average person. So higher protein from a performance standpoint is going to benefit you more if you're on anabolic steroids. And what do I mean by that? Well, I mean like if you're if you got a two, a 200 pound natural athlete, they're probably not going to get any more benefit, the upper limit of benefit from protein, which has been proven time and time and time again in studies is about 0.6 to 0.7 grams of protein per pound of body weight. And this is for a lean athlete. If you're really obese and obviously don't go by your weight, you want to go more by, by your lean body mass. If you compare that person to a 200-pound uh, athlete that's on anabolic steroids, then they may derive performance and muscle-building benefit above that because their body is supercharged. They can utilize protein at a higher rate. Uh, but I don't. I still don't see it being 200 grams of protein. I think all these fucking idiots. Uh, and I'll I'll say that again, over and over again. If you're a uh, you know an Instagram fitness uh, idiot who promotes 200, you know, two grams of protein per pound of body weight, um, you are advocating something that's completely unnecessary and probably harmful, even if you're on anabolic steroids. Like, that's a crazy amount. I cannot see, you know, going from 0.7 grams of protein for the upper limit to going to, to three, 200. To, to three times yeah. the amount. Yeah, I, I can't I see that I being. I agree. That just sounds uh, ridiculous to me. I think what's, ends, what, what's I could happening. See, I could see double. I mean, you're double the man. Yeah, at 1.5, right? maybe. You're, you're doubling your, your testosterone level. So that you're. I, but I don't even know if the math works that way. But no, we, I'm sure it doesn't. I mean, you know, it my doesn't my, work my that point way. is, I think a lot of the, 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 the benefit that they see and feel from that is just the extra calories. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like. You're eating extra calories and your body's using that extra protein for energy. So that's why you feel so much better, especially when you're dieting. That's my favorite part. Like, oh, when I'm dieting, I need to bump up my protein to present prevent muscle loss. You know, studies actually show that when you diet, your body preserves protein a little bit better than it does when you have this surplus of calories. You probably don't need shit tons of extra protein when you're dieting. So mm -hmm. it's just interesting because our industry now, time and time and time again, has promoted the the wrong thing mm -hmm. and protein uh we know protein you need the amino acids for rebuilding and repair of your muscles and so of course the whole you know they, they take that to the next step and they think oh well you know here's something that builds muscle yeah. so why don't we just eat a, a shit ton of a it. whole bunch of it and we have an entire industry could let me ask you that guys this think about this how much money do you think our industry would lose if conclusive evidence came out that showed that eating excessive protein caused cancer, not even just cause cancer, that anything, anything above that marker is pretty bad. much useless or bad. Yeah. 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 Imagine. Yeah. I, I mean, most of the money that our industry makes is off well, and this, powders, protein powders. This is the yeah. sad part. This yeah. is the unfortunate part because it's the same thing that we just talked about recently. What this was just this last Monday the New York Times, right? They came out with the whole sugar article right. and talking about how you know Harvard uh, scientists that were paid back in the '60s to say that it was you know fat that was all that was causing all the disease and stuff, right? It was had nothing to do with sugar. There's no different in our industry now because 
protein powders and, and supplement companies dominate the information that we, most people receive and most even our peers, right? Most of our other f- uh, podcasters, other professional bodybuilder, athlete guys and, and fitness guru trainers are sponsored by fucking supplement companies. Yeah. It's the number one revenue stream for most of these guys. Most all what's the irony is most all uh, of this information I've seen in, in contradiction to fasting have been from protein supplement companies. Always like met met RX and all these other, like I, I, I read a couple of these and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Of all, all of Who these, did this it's, study? It's, 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 uh, it's funny because we're not going to see it go away because it's, I mean, these companies are growing. No. There's more of them popping up. No. It's growing faster. Now with social media, it's, given the opportunity for the average Joe Blow to get, you know, 100,000 followers and turn around and, and people don't realize how easy it is to yeah. release a supplement. I mean, <clears throat> we could fire one up in our in our garage and have a well, supplement want, line by next weekend. Right. You want to think about, sure. uh, you know, protein is OK. So carbs and fats are for energy, for energy production. Fats are superior um, for long term sustainable energy. Carbs are great for short term energy. So if you're like a, an endurance athlete and you need to refuel halfway through your you know 15 mile run or whatever you want something fast or carb protein is used for repair and rebuilding and some essential functions and so you basically want to eat enough protein to do that anything over that and then you start to use protein for energy which it's not really a good source of like protein's not a good source of just turning into energy it, it can be it can be turned into you know glucose through gluconeogenesis but it would your body would rather use carbohydrates for that or use ketones from mm-hmm. fats. So eating all this excessive protein isn't isn't really a good idea. And and like you know like we've said before that upper limit. And when I say upper limit, what I mean by that is in studies where they see a, a an extra benefit, and it's usually a small extra benefit. It's like a squeezing out of extra performance comes from that upper limit of 0.6 to 0.7 grams. Does that mean that that's what you need to hit? No, it means that you're if you're below that. And you're eating adequate amount of protein. You're eating your essential amount of protein. You're fine. And squeezing out that extra performance, you might not even notice that big of a difference for the average person. You know, we're talking about like athletes and people. Like if Adam went to go on stage, like you know, a one percent improvement in his in his uh, his appearance is going to make the can make the difference between first and second place. Mm-hmm. But to the average person listening to this podcast right so now, so many other things you need to address first. You know? That 1%, you're not even fucking notice. You, first of all, you're not lean enough to notice. You shouldn't yeah. be that lean to notice because if you are, you're unhealthy. Uh, it doesn't matter because you're living an everyday regular life. Uh, and if it does matter to you and you don't compete and you don't do all this stuff, you might want to examine your associate, your, your connection and your, your, your connection to exercise and food. You might have a bad relationship with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, client just asked me the other day, they said, um, you know, I know your guys' stance on protein. They're like, but you know, what would you recommend for a protein powder if you're going to? And I said, well, you know, I would find something <laughs> all natural organic if you could, but honestly, now my and I said that's what I would tell people in the past, but really like the, I haven't even touched any of that stuff in almost a year now because now my attitude is if I miss my protein intake for one day, I don't even worry about it. I just fasted that day or I'm under by sixty grams. Well, tomorrow I'll, I'll get yeah. over by thirty or forty grams. Like I'm not really worried about a, a twenty four hour clock anymore. Of like oh making sure oh shit I'm only at hundred grams of protein. I still need fifty more grams. Got to take my protein shake. Got to eat my bar. Like no fuck it. I'm gonna if I'm not hungry, I don't feel like eating that night i'm not going to and then tomorrow normally where i would have eight ounces of chicken i might have 12 you know what yeah. i'm saying like i'll tell you i when i go so much more benefits to that than, yep when i did i did a 148 hour fast uh and i felt amazing afterwards but then i've also done like i said i've done vegan days where i'll have i mean honest to god grand total of maybe 70 grams of protein which for me is 
quite low compared to how I normally eat. Um, at most, right? And it's a vegan day, so it's just like cooked vegetables and you know, I'll, I'll cover them with olive oil or I'll cook with coconut oil or whatever. And when I go back to eating my regular protein, I almost and I, I you know, I hate to give anecdote because it's my own personal experience, but I swear to God it feels anabolic. I feel anabolic from it. And there is evidence of a protein uh, a desensitizing effect from eating too much protein too frequently to where your body becomes less efficient and effective at utilizing it for rebuild and repair well, I because I'm flooding it, it with only protein makes all the time. Sense. It, it, will, it only makes sense for all n- nutrients, yeah. all macro micronutrients. Right. I feel like when the it's just like a sponge, dude. It's like our body is like a sponge when it comes to nutrients and the water is the food and nutrients. And if it's an oversaturated sponge and you run the water through it, the water just kind of runs through the fucking well, sponge. Like even drain just all eating, that water out, then yeah. put that sponge on and it eating sucks Eating something it all real versus a powder. Like think about the process of that as far as your body's digestive process and like Having you know the the, the proper uh, uh, amount of timing your body has to kind of go through to get all the systems to work correctly and in place and and just the amount of other nutrients you're going to get mm-hmm. from something that's coming from you know either an animal source or a source that is you know plant derived but at the same time like you got to work through it to be able to get to the nutrients and your body needs to go through that process internally you know just like you got to work through it uh, when you're doing your workout to get the benefits of weight training. Oh, there's so many things too when you're when you're not eating something processed and it's something whole real. We talked about you know digestive enzymes and we talk about fiber and things like that that your body misses out on a lot of stuff when you, you're getting it artificially. It's not the same as when you're getting it from whole foods, the process it has to go through. I was trying to explain this the other day to somebody when we think of our metabolism, you know, it's this free flowing thing. We know we can manipulate it, it can change. It's actually changing on a, on a regular basis up and down, up and down based off of our sleep, based off our hormone levels, based off of how we're consuming and eating. And if we are, if we're eating all this fake processed stuff, it, to me, it's like you're, you're like putting like watered down gas in your car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you think your engine's going to run. Sure, it's going to it's going to run, <laughs> but is it going to run as efficiently as if you were fueling it with the right fuel? Well, even care aesthetically, of it? right? So you can produce this amazing physique. And I see all these competitors and all these people preaching to death the fact that a food is a food, a calorie is a calorie. You know this and that. And you know, like they go through this whole process, and, and their whole argument is solely based off of like how they look. Well, I look this way, so you have no argument against what I'm talking about. However, they don't describe the the feeling they feel. You know how they wake up, their energy level. Like if they have you know acid reflux, if they're having like you know all these other signs and, and signals oh. and symptoms that they're going through by eating all this processed food. Well, Did, you know, you were saying Adam about you know. The, the, Taking a powder and not eating it, not chewing it, not all the digestive enzymes. You know, just chewing. People don't realize that chewing <laughs> is a very important part of digestion. Yep. It, it actually is. The reason why we chew food is we're pre-digesting digesting the food. And in our saliva, there are enzymes that are released into the food to assist in breaking it down and swallowing. In as, fact, it go, as it goes down through. Right, I, in fact, not in fact, uh, one of the easiest things you could do if you have uh, stomach issues, if you have irritable bowel sy- syndrome or especially the, 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 the diarrhea side or even the, both sides, actually, the constipation and diarrhea side, if you simply, sit, no joke, I'm not bullshitting, if you sit there and really chew your food well and swallow it, just do that by itself. Watch what happens. Mm-hmm. You would be surprised. You would think you might have a food intolerance. Oh, somebody wrote Sometimes whole, you just don't chew your food. Somebody wrote, wrote a whole number one seller <laughs> yeah. book on it. Like yeah. They've made a diet all the way around it. They've mm-hmm. made a diet around chewing your food like 50 times. 
Mm-hmm. And that's like that's like, that. that's like all they do. Like you you eat what you normally would eat, but the only difference is every time you take a bite, you chew it fifty times. I think even Deepak Chopra or that guy or whatever, he's just like his whole <laughs> thing is about like um, you know being present and and like you know like slowing down as far as like when you're eating, and so you actually really taste it and you go slow through that entire process. Well, think about it; makes logical sense. Think about it this way: like it's for most of us because we we scarf our food down, right? We have a glass of water with our food and we drink while we're eating to help us swallow the food because we're not chewing it effectively. I mean, let's be honest, uh, for, for most of human evolution, I'm pretty sure if we had food, sometimes there was water, sometimes there wasn't. And if you didn't chew your food very well, you're fucked. Right. Yeah. So you oh, probably choking. You probably sat there God, and really gr- chewed the fuck out of that's your That's a great yeah. that's a great point. Remember the last time you were sucking on a soda and chewing a burger and fries? Like you're like, bite the hamburger, throw a couple fries in your mouth, and suck the soda to help walk. You're trying to get to it down. Yeah, to time. get it down. Like that's <laughs> it, tell me that's not like sixty percent of America. Like yeah. that's what we're, we're yeah, that's what I'm what's saying. What's happening uh, right now as we speak. Right, somebody so is when, shoveling a burger, French fries, and a somebody fucking Somebody listening soda. right now is doing that. We're talking to you. Sorry, buddy. So when you think of like all these like processed powdered you know protein powders and stuff like that like you're eliminating so many of these steps uh you know that have to go into digestion and all these steps are very important uh to human health you know it's funny protein powder i mean i have a protein powder i barely ever use it you know the reason i use it first off i use a quarter scoop uh, of protein powder and i use it for flavor because i have this organic you know one that's with stevia or every once in a while if i have a little sweet tooth or whatever i'll take a quarter scoop of that and i'll throw it in you know, my, my coffee in the morning and blender or something like that because I like the taste of it. But otherwise, it's funny. I've eliminated uh, I, I've eliminated most of my supplements. And I would say I was probably among the three of us. Yeah, I was going to say that's a big deal because like you really want to make it work, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. want those stuff. You like love the packaging, like the, the experience it provides, 100%. like all that kind of stuff. I am not going to lie. I, yeah. I, I, I am a supplement fanatic and whore i love <laughs> i love supplements you just watch this guy at a fit expo run wild yeah it's, i just i just love this the, the the marketing the science i love the way they sell them i love the 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 false promises as much as i know it's bullshit yeah you know when i was a kid i was a sucker for i mean i had a job at the age of uh, 15 i was working so i had money i used to buy all kinds of shit and so you know and every single one promised to do something and none of them worked but i, I always bought the next one mm-hmm. and i was i'm probably the last one in this room to really eliminate you know, 99% of my supplements. I mean, and I have, I take creatine and I take it probably twice a week, uh, at most, uh, I take fish oil, maybe two or three days a week. Usually days I don't eat fish. I'll have a little bit of that. Maybe vitamin D in the winter. I'll take a little bit, but I mean, nothing, I don't take anything. I used to take shit all the time. And the funny thing is I feel better I feel better now than I ever have. And and as I continue to go without supplements, without protein powders, without post-workout and pre-workout and all that other shit, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I mean, my pre-workout consists of coffee. I have Chimera coffee and that's it. Yeah. And I've never felt better. It blows me. It absolutely blows me away. And then how many messages do we get from people? Yeah who say that they do the same thing. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I tell you well, what. Well, you look at the market the same way I do, and I, I get very, I'm fascinated by it. Like, for example, I brought up the the book on, you know, somebody else hears, oh, there's this great diet, it works. You know, all you have to do is chew your food 50 times, and that, that's as far as they go. Like, I instantly want to go, okay, well, what's the little bit of science behind it? Because obviously, if you wrote a right, book and right. it, millions of people bought it, made a ton of money. You're producing more saliva. There's got, what's yeah, going on here? Yeah, right. What exactly is happening here? Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But that's, you know, leave it to the fitness industry to 
take you know a good piece of it, it uh, you know advice yeah. and science they'll have like fit gum yeah, right you and know, just like, and gift I'm doing my chewing right now gift wrap it into something and and market it and sell that shit to you I mean that really is the the formula yeah, right I I tell you what if you're if you're listening right now and you uh, take a protein powder try this try stopping. Just don't take your protein powder anymore. I'm pretty sure you get enough protein from your food. If you're, if you listen, the only people that should take a protein powder are I'm people scared. that have just started. That well, no, that have serious uh, eating issues where well, they can't get enough. You know, like people who are recovering anorexics or where they just can't get enough food in because they can't eat. Or maybe a vegetarian. Uh, yeah, I, you know, maybe. But for most of you listening, you know, a lot of you listening are, are interested in building muscle and getting stronger and this and that. That's a better way of saying you, it, majority of you. Yeah, you, you probably. You probably get uh, more than enough protein from food. Stop taking protein powders. Just stop. Stop it for a while. Here's what you'll notice. Uh, those of you people who are struggling with trying to get leaner will get leaner. Those of you trying to build muscle, now that you're eating more real foods uh, as a result of not taking more protein, will build more muscle. Digestion will be better. You'll feel better. And after about two or three months of doing this, you're going to realize just how uh, big of a waste of money that highly processed uh, powder, you know, that tastes like cookies and cream or whatever, yeah. is it's a complete. You know, it reminds waste of me money. of when you go to buy like a supplement. It's it's kind of like, you know, when you're a kid and you're like, you saw this ad for like the sea monkeys, and you buy it and you put it <laughs> in the water and you're like, these are fucking what monkeys. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> That's supplements. I hate that shit. Don't well, buy it. Anyway, listen, we love all shattering your paradigm. And if that happened on this episode, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. And share the damn episode. Help somebody, some, help some other motherfucker out. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah share this one. Uh, if we like your hmm. review, if we pick it, you'll win a free Mind Pump t-shirt. You can find us on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, Adam at Mind Pump Adam. And Justin at Mind Thank Pump, you. Justin, you're welcome. And uh, save the gym, bros. Don't forget to check out all of our programs at mindpumpmedia.com. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maps Anabolic, Maps Performance, and Maps Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee and you can get it now, plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. <laughs>